0: Is the Flex Network.
1: <laughs> this is the Flex Network. Flex on them. Flex on everybody.
0: Oh yes, ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to the Flex Network. I'm your host, Flex Shane. You can follow me on Twitter at the Flex Network One. I'm joined by a man who is still tilting from Thursday oh, nights. Brandon Adam. You can follow me on Twitter <laughs> at Brandon D nineteen. Brandon, sure. what is
1: going on, brother? Oh man, you are not lying about Thursday night. I was definitely upset, but we'll 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 get we'll talk about it. Yeah. Well, okay. So let, let's let's get the the business out of the way
0: real quick. Sure. For those who are enjoying the show, please like, please subscribe, please comment all these things help us. Uh, we support it helps support us. we appreciate the feedback. and um, you know what like if if you like what you're listening to, rate us on your podcast app. five yeah. stars, provide a few comments. It goes a long way, guys. we really appreciate it. and uh, man we're we're starting to grow our audience a little bit, Brandon. so good we're doing something right because good people are coming to our uh, to us and they're asking when are we gonna get more Flex network? So here we are. we're gonna be here every Saturday morning. Uh, 8:30 mountain 10:30 30 eastern uh, that way you guys have an opportunity to listen at your own accord you have an entire day and change to listen yeah. prior to uh the, the weekly kickoff game so we're gonna be here every week it's 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 week two brandon we got a long way to go here but oh man so man long. it's been there's been okay let's just talk about the like the single slate games let's talk about the the monday nighter the thursday nighter Sure, and even like last, you know, like last week's Thursday nighter, like they've all been fantastic games so far. Um, but we, I'd be remiss if we didn't talk at least a little bit about this uh, New York Giants Washington football team. Um, my first general impression, without even getting into the actual like individual player analysis, is that the dysfunction that we heard about in the Giants camp in um, preseason. With uh, I think the culmination of which was like the dog pile on top of Daniel Jones. Yeah. It's clearly coming out in the games, right? I mean, that that uh that penalty, what was it? It was either a neutral zone infraction or just a general offside that gave yeah, them yeah. Washington football team the opportunity to kick a second try to mm-hmm. win the game. It like that that was just the culmination of it, right? Like yeah. talk
1: to me about that, Brandon. Oh, that and also Galladay just blowing up on uh Daniel Jones on the oh, sideline as well. If you didn't catch that, man, he was definitely yes. hot with Daniel. Um but it's insane like I, Daniel Jones is such an enigma. He has such the a kind of is. Yeah. He has such a good rushing floor and a rushing upside that counteracts all the mistakes he can make in a game as a quarterback. In fantasy he's great. He's fine. Mm-hmm. We actually like it, but man in real life he, that's a frustrating deal and he's overthrowing wide open guys and if he can just dial that in and then continue doing what he does on the ground he can be a very good quarterback it's just he just i don't know what his deal is he's not very confident right now but the giants are a hot mess for sure i that's a really good
0: observation he's just he doesn't look confident out there no. but I mean, so Daniel Jones in his rookie season showed that rushing upside. I think he yep. surprised a lot of people. I mean, uh, the Giants got a lot of let's call it shit for yep. drafting him when they where they drafted him two years ago, or yep. yeah, two years ago now. Um, and then last year he didn't quite perform. So I guess we could call this a post type breakout. Is it is yep. it officially yet? I think he put up a thirty burger in uh, in fantasy yes or for this week. So yep. um, he was hanging on my out in my bench, unfortunately, for the second week in a row in one of my dynasty leagues. So. I started them wherever I had them. That that was that was the smart play. But so I I got to say obviously we enjoy we enjoy setting our, our our rosters every week. We enjoy tinkering in DFS every week. We enjoy obviously watching the football games every week. But you know what's a little side thing that we don't talk about enough. I don't think Brandon. Hmm. That is the art of the troll. Oh man. And it's very easy to get one Brandon D Adam 19 on tilt on Twitter because all you got to do is just suggest.
1: Him. Just yeah.
0: suggest that Antonio Gibson maybe <laughs> can perform to the level that he that we thought he was going to perform. Now don't get okay. I'm going to preface this by saying I love AG. Brandon. Oh, dude, I know. Can it's you accept the fact now that no there's
1: some risk? <laughs> there's some risk with that round two draft capital this year. Uh not yet. Um, I think it's going to be. We're in the beginning of the season. I think we're at the beginning of this offense, of what it can be, and with the quarterback change, it kind of throws another wrench into everything. Yep. So I don't know if the play calling changed strictly because AG is a little bit of a liability in the um in blitz pickup, yep. and uh, I just don't know if when he's going to get full blown responsibility there but uh we'll see we'll see but jd, <laughs> JD McKissick McKissick and also another another thing i didn't i did people got to understand is that on tuesday night tuesday nights or thursday nights we generally see on a short week teams not really lean heavy on their workhorse backs on those weeks mm-hmm. and they kind of especially in the beginning of the season they they And Antonio actually picked up a shoulder problem, a shoulder issue that he was checked out against the Chargers as well. So I don't know if he's banged up a little bit and if they're trying to pull him down, I don't know, but he looks fine. He looks efficient when he runs the ball. He looks really, you know, explosive when he has it. He's been finding good creases. I just don't understand why Ron Rivera hasn't really unleashed him, especially when you got a a quarterback like Heineke that, You just don't know what you're going to get out of him, but I don't know. I'm, 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 I'm very flabbergasted by why he hasn't gone all out with it, but we'll see soon enough though. I mean, if, if by week four, I don't see a change completely in the workload for AG, then I'll, I'll panic. But until then, you're never not really going to start him.
0: It's like it's it's very there's a very good chance that if you're playing in a league where it's two running backs and say one or two flex options, you're probably going to be starting him every single week. That's the problem,
1: yeah. right? I oh, mean, I'm, I'm, you know, we know- I have no yeah. problem starting him, uh, yeah. but I, I, I will always start him because he has a G has the potential of breaking off a 40 yard run, you know, like yeah. he can do all that. Like and once he he the reason he didn't get that goal line shot that JD had is because it mm-hmm. was in the no huddle. And it's obvious that a G is not, um, as trusted in those, uh, blitz pickups. And yeah. I think that I, he's going to have to prove that he's going to do that. Um, it's a lot like Barkley. Why he, um, well, Barkley's they, just they, another one. You mentioned Bar- Bar- it. Bar- yeah. Bar- Barkley's short week, Another guy. You know. Yeah. Yeah. The, the, the short week. week.
0: I expected yeah. all this with Barkley. Yeah. I mean, I expected this I, again. It's, you're not going to be, you're not dropping Saquon Barkley. I mean, if no. somebody comes to you no. for, with a reasonable offer, um, I don't know, like a Chris Carson plus, you know, maybe i would with,
1: do
0: it. Would you straight up for Saquon Barkley?
1: Yeah, I would at, at this point with redraft for sure. Yeah, I would do yeah. that. Chris Carson, Chris Carson is going to have a massive workload on a high output team and yep. i would do that in a heartbeat but saquon is a kind of guy that can turn it around and he is coming off injury all these things there's drama on the team yeah. i don't know let's just let's just pump the brakes it's only been 2 weeks let's uh let's give it a month and we'll yep. find out where we're at but with ag you- i am not hesitant yet i he's a stud still i don't care he's going to be just fine is
0: is Barkley? And I haven't even looked at the week three matchups yet. So let's by saying that. But is Barkley a guy that you would consider benching next week if if we don't get any positive news about his no injury and his usage? You know, you you're no. starting him no matter
1: what. I'm going to start him because he showed in this game he can run for forty yards. Yeah, I mean he in can. Play. Like yeah. he can do that, and sooner or later. He's gonna get red zone looks on the goal line and all that stuff. So the minute he gets that look, he'll score. I just I feel like because Daniel Jones running around, running around, they were calling his number a little bit more than usual.
0: Yeah, absolutely. So here's an interesting stat I heard this week: eleven um, percent of teams that lose their that go zero and two are make the playoffs. That means roughly three to four teams each year that go 0-2, have the chance to win, the, to make the playoffs. So this week, let's look at some mm. of the teams that we think are playoff teams sure. that lost last week and may have some challenging uh, matchups this week. So the oh, first yeah. one that jumps out at me is, is Baltimore. They're going uh, – they're playing against Kansas City this week. That is absolutely not a layup. I mean, can, is Baltimore a team that, man, if they go 0-2, that they have the – call it constitution to go and actually – make the playoffs this year
1: legitimately? I, I am not impressed with how Baltimore has looked. Like No, they look I, horrendous. They look It's a passing game every every year. And and I I Lamar I don't know. I he really ne- needs to calm down and just throw the football and stay within the offense and I just don't see it happening right now with him. I think and I think that line isn't as good as it was and pressure yeah. is getting there now. And now with no JK, that threat of a monster. Oof, um yeah. that that that's a big deal. And and then you don't have Bateman as well. Bateman will be back week seven, I think, around week yeah, seven gate. But so dude, I don't know. Like, but honestly, I you know who I kind of like what the Bengals are looking like. I ooh. think the Bengals are a team to watch out in that division. And I I think even I think the Bengals could even push the Steelers in, for number two. And so I could totally see that. I But the Browns will, you know, be number one. They will win that division, in my opinion. And But Baltimore is in a bad spot because they're going to lose against Kansas City.
0: Yeah. So speaking of the Bengals, bad Jamar spot. Chase, seven targets. T. Higgins, five targets. Tyler Boyd, four targets. Our boy, yeah. your, boy your boy, your boy, your boy. Joe Mixon, four targets. He yeah, had thirty-three total touches for 150 yards and a tip. That was yeah. that's electric, man. You know what? Bro, Again, I was trolling I, to start I've been the telling game you. You got tweet. Well, he, here's the thing. He tweaked something early. He was out. He missed some plays from an injury. Like when Joe Mixon's on the field, he's electric. Like I've never really oh, disputed that. Star. I just it's just that trust factor. And, you know, maybe because I've been burned too many times. Um, this is the year. I'm holding them everywhere. <laughs> this is I, this is the year, man. I love it. You got to you got to double down or triple down on Joe Mixon, and you did it. And you yeah. are, at least through week one, you're a happy yeah. man. Um, yeah, for sure. A, a couple other teams I wanted to talk about. Cleveland this week, they're going against Houston. I would say, I mean, they, they put up a pretty good fight last week versus KC. I yeah. think Cleveland's a pretty good uh, lock to beat Houston this, this week. Oh. Um, yeah. A team that, honestly, is it's just because it's who they are. They're always going to get hyped despite the fact they really haven't done much for the last, what, 20 years. Dallas Cowboys. They're playing the yeah. Chargers this week. That's not a guaranteed victory. That's going to be tough. Um, yeah. One that's, I think quite intriguing uh, The Buffalo bills, man. That was a slug fest against Pittsburgh last week. They go to Miami into Miami this week with the heat. We saw what it did to the Patriots last week. Like yeah. it's, it's nasty, man.
1: Yeah. Well, Josh Allen loves to play in Miami. Check mm. out his numbers. Mm. When he played in Miami last time, he is going to rush for a touchdown at least one. And he is going to be, He's going to put up 30-plus. He
0: better frickin'. He, he better. will for what, for what you had to pay to acquire that man in, in your yeah. leagues?
1: Yeah. Yep. He will. And I, I I think it's going to be going to uh, – Cole Beasley going to be a, a name that's going to be hot in this game. And I also think uh, Sanders is going to be hot in this game because Gabriel Davis is nicked up, so he probably won't have his mm-hmm. same workload as he did last week. And Xavier Howard is going to be all over Diggs. And so you can pretty – it's either I could – if Diggs is that guy, he'll produce numbers, and I think he is that kind of guy because of just sheer volume and opportunity, he will do have a good game. But Diggs on a lot of his big breakout games are when he's shadowed and manned up and when he just has to beat one guy. And if he can beat Xavier Howard with his route running, there's potential for a monster game for him. It's just we'll see how good – you know, Xavier Howard really is. I just, you know, I, I really, I, I think Diggs is elite route running and I think he can get open as anybody. So I'm actually, I actually kind of like as a contrarian play in DFS, mm. Diggs um, is a good play and that he's going to get volume and always has that breakout potential. Brandon, he had 14
0: targets last week. He only yeah. had nine receptions for 69 yards, but he had 14 targets. Yeah, that matters. Exactly. And, and, yeah. and your boy, yeah. uh, Cole Beasley, who I have deemed my boy, mm-hmm. uh, 13 targets. Yeah. Eight, oh. eight receptions, 60 yards. And he for- he's just going to break out because he, spoiler alert, he was one of my flex plays, but let's just talk about him now because we're on topic. Go Cole Beasley um, had a 91% snapshot last week. He was number one in the mm. slot where he had 81 points seven percent of his uh snaps in the slot he's mm-hmm. gonna be uh the the the, the, the dump off option right yep. and yep. look Dawson Knox I love Dawson Knox he's a great football player Garbage. he's not really fantasy relevant no. right so no um we were worried a little bit about the Beasley usage because of Emmanuel Sanders Sanders looked good man he really did look good uh yeah. only eight targets though but those were deep targets those were like this the offense. high historic ones and yeah. oh man, there was a deep pass that he that was just slightly overthrown by Josh Allen. Yeah. Otherwise it would have been gone to the house when we'd be talking about Emmanuel Sanders all across the uh, the social platforms this yep. week for sure.
1: I love Josh Allen and this week. He is gonna he always balls against Miami. I oh, don't wow, know what so. always. And I just he I think he understands he cannot lose this game. Like he just can't. No, and well we talked about the stats, man. Just can't. Like, just can't do it.
0: So two other teams that I want to talk about that we believe are legitimate playoff contenders. First of all, team I'm going to talk about are the Packers. Look, yeah. they look dysfunctional. Again, we talked about the dysfunction in the Giants all offseason. It clearly yeah. showed in Green Bay last week. Uh, this you. week they're playing Detroit, though. I feel like it's going to be a get-right oh, game. He's going to throw five touchdowns this week. Yeah, I mean, it's going to be a shootout. Look, yeah. that's a sneaky uh, DFS stack, I'd say, as well, right? I mean, yeah. we saw uh, both Williams and Swift – had similar usage last week they both got Just, the touchdown and man it, they're gonna have to play to catch up so
1: stack stack Tunyon and adams with uh rogers and run it back with swift and there you go
0: yeah yeah that, it's gonna be that, interesting.
1: if you want to do a game stack that's a game stack that you know people t- people are off Tunyon a little bit because of how bad he he really didn't ever honestly i'm gonna throw that Throw that pretty much out. Just throw it out the window. Um, I'm throwing Absolutely. it out, and I think uh, this. I think this team is gonna bounce back in a vicious way this week. And who knows? I mean, Detroit obviously proved that they could put up numbers. I mean, they put it up on the Niners' defense, and the Niners' <sighs> defense was supposed to be pretty good, right? And ah, allegedly allegedly i don't think here's so thing. i mean here's
0: the yeah. thing man here's the thing here's the thing here's the thing okay there's this mental thing right when you're like as much as these guys are pros yeah. they're playing the detroit lions in week one um the first half of that game happened exactly how we thought it was going to happen they got a big i want to say it was at one point what three touchdowns yeah and look like i feel like they kind of took the pedal off the metal right like oh. they, they 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 took the the foot off the gas and Mm -hmm. kind of scared him a little bit. I really hope a smart team is going to go back and look at like whole shit guys like this is still the NFL These are still legitimate NFL players and we could have lost that game legitimately so they got to freaking get your shit right and you know what Shanahan I don't want these murmurs that yeah we think Brandon Ayuk is going to earn you know his starting position Brandon Ayuk was the best wide receiver on the team last year. We love Debo Samuel the narrative was right last week for for what we thought Brandon Ayuk was going to do Yep. I don't know, man. Are you going back to the well with IU or are you waiting no. and seeing this week?
1: I'm I, I am he's, 100% putting him on my bench. I know he's talented. Just don't do it right now. Um, don't force it if you don't need to, but if you have to, I get it, but there's other players on, there's other players I'd rather play this week instead mm-hmm. of Ayuk. And so let's just see. And, uh, you know, well, I, you're exactly right. Ayuk is so talented; he has to, he has to be the guy once he's out of this doghouse. Or I don't know what's going. on. Kyle Shanahan is a problem. Like he loves yeah. to mess around with people in fantasy football. And uh, <laughs> I want to apologize for last week. I, I I suggested go in with Mozart and go all in against a uh, right process, man. Right it, process. it was the right process. It's just you know shit happens. And trust me, I got. I got hammered for it too, as well. So it's what it is. But you know, it, it's part of fantasy. Injuries are part of fantasy.
0: Our girl Jennifer is confident, play, confidently playing Tunyon this week. Yeah, He's throw week one out the one. You have to do it, man. I mean, like, you got look, to. Yeah. You, you can't use one game and just throw an entire like last season's worth of data out the window. Yep. It just you just can't do it. So the last team yep. I want to talk about before we move on to our flex plays is, is the Tennessee Titans. Man, they looked like trash last week, and they're playing. I'll tell North you why. Seattle Seahawks
1: this week? I'll tell you why. why? Taylor Luan is not all the way back yet. Taylor yeah. Luwan the left tackle for the Titans, is, is literally the heartbeat of that team. And he got his ass whooped last week against Chandler Jones. Chandler Jones had six sacks or five sacks last week. Ooh, and so and Luan was so embarrassed by his own performance, he went out on Twitter and told everybody in the world that that was on me, and I think it was because he rushed back to get back for week one. He looks skinny. He doesn't look as heavy as I, as he as he usually does, um, and that offense, yeah. like I told you, I, I told you they did not want to run Henry super hard early in the season this year, and I think they were going that way, but they couldn't pass set and, uh, and defend against that front seven of the Cardinals. And now you got Seattle, it's gonna be another issue this week because Carlos Dunlap is no joke, and he he will get pressure on Tannehill. But I'm hoping this is a prideful team, a prideful group, and a prideful coach. And Vrabel is the kind of guy that's gonna get all into his team about this. And this is exactly what he, he loves because you know the Titans they have players that have some extracurricular activities with podcasts and with all these things. And, you know, I think this is the kind of thing that he can use this kind of that last week was a performance that he can use to really motivate his team. And they're going to, they're going to have to establish Henry this week. And I think they're going to have to, even if it's, even if it's 25 and 80 and one touchdown, they got to do it. And if, or if it looks kind of ugly because, Right now, that line is not confident in the pass set. So, and once they get that run game going, there will be more time off play action to be able to throw the ball to AJ Brown and Julio Jones, and they'll be able to throw deeper like they wanted to. And, but honestly, though, this if you actually running. look back, if you look back at the cards game, AJ Brown dropped a touchdown in the end zone, and so did Julio. So,
0: yeah, I mean that's the thing. Sometimes you got to watch the games. Is the, yeah. the box score doesn't always tell the whole story. Yeah. But look, all we care about is results. That's yep. just the for fickle sure. world of fantasy football. You know. Um, do you do you buy into it, like the narratives of like you know having to c- travel across country? It's more so for the Western teams traveling east, right? Because they get yep. all messed up with their sleep. The, the eastern 100%. teams going west, it's not really as much of no. a play. But it's hard to win in Seattle, man. Uh, it is,
1: especially with the fans coming back. First game with post COVID and. All that it's going to be wild. Yeah, I actually dude. think that's going to be I really like that that game. Um That's going to be a DFS. fun game to watch. And I I'm all in with Russell to DK in this game. What yep. I think DK is going to have one of his biggest games of the year and it's going to be this week. It's it, it's going to be great. And if you look at what Hopkins did last week out of the out of the same position that DK <laughs> runs you're going to see why, and DK is going to have I, – The I, difference –
0: okay, listen. So, so li, the difference is, is Tyler Lockett 150 150. And DK Metcalf. The difference between mm-hmm. DK Metcalf and Tyler Lockett last week was they both had four targets. They both had four receptions. Lockett mm-hmm. happened to have 100 yards and two touchdowns, whereas DK Metcalf only had 60 and one. That's yep. st- I mean, the touchdown kind of saved yep. his day. Yep. It was a massive day. Tyler Lockett, man. He is a, the ageless wonder that is Tyler Lockett. My goodness. When
1: when he, when he gets, when he's able to play one-on-one against people, people just underestimate him and he burnt, he gets everybody deep. He he will get everybody deep and he's healthy right now. This is early in the season. This is when you want to play him. And absolutely, you know, as soon as he's nicked up, then that's when the problems start happening and we'll see. But, this week is going to be a major shootout in Seattle. Yeah, it's going to be a yeah. lot of fun, man. It's going to be a yep. lot of fun. So uh, just
0: r- last last point in that game, it is one of the highest games on the slate this week. Yep. I mean, I think it's just my favorite. The The, the Chargers-Dallas game is a little bit higher, but it's 54 points. Tennessee is actually 6.5 favorite, 6.5 point favorite, which is – that's a pretty massive lean. Tennessee? Tennessee. Oh, excuse me, Seattle is. Seattle, I was going to be Seattle's like, no, favorite. what? Yeah. Yeah, Seattle's a six and a half point favorite over Tennessee, which I, I still think that's a that's a big line, man. When you've got DK Metcalf, uh Tyler Lockett versus AJ Brown, Julio Jones, a couple are four alphas. We got Chris Carson versus Derrick Henry. It's gonna be a lot of fun, man. Both those ball, those quarterbacks know how to ball out. Mm-hmm. And uh it's gonna be it's one of those afternoon games, which is I, I love it when they when they really focus on these afternoon games because it's just it's gonna be it's gonna be a chef kiss kind of game. So, I, I that's all the narratives I want to talk about going into this sure. week. Um, shall we get into some of our favorite flex plays of the week, Brendan? Why don't you get started?
1: My first flex play of the week is Mike Williams. Mike oh. Williams ha, is officially ready to launch this year, and he's getting <laughs> volume. Last week, he had twelve targets for eight catches, eighty-two yards and one touchdown with a 66% yeah. catch rate. That is elite. It's going to be that way this week because they're going to be in a major shootout with Dallas and Points Palooza. Count me in for Mike Evans, Mike Williams. Uh, look, we it was he was a player that we were talking about
0: in the yep. offseason. He was a player that we, we were trying did. to target. I mean, as as draft season came to completion, he was he went up from about the ninth round to closer to the seventh round in terms of his ADP. But even at that seventh round value, as your wide receiver three, I mean, that's that's a that was a screaming value. So we yep. have a fair sh- uh, amount of uh, what we
1: say. What do we say in the offseason? If if Lombardi is gonna run the Saints offense, the X receiver for whatever team that is, is going to flourish. And that's Mike Williams.
0: Good morning, Jessica. Thanks for joining. Yep. Absolutely. Yeah, look, I, I love it. I think that's a great call. Like you said, he had a 75% snap share as well. Uh, yeah. Keenan Allen has 13 targets. Mike Williams had 12 targets. A lot of people are going to be playing Keenan Allen this week. What are your thoughts on Jared Cook this week? He had eight targets last week, five receptions, wow. 56 yards. Jared that's Cook is a player time. that, yeah man, he I I I got him as my tight and 2 in a lot of uh, ball this off season Yeah. Just because look he 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 was fantastic and um that that entire game is a game you're going to want to get a piece of. If you have any yeah. of those players, their their fringe flex plays, get them into your lineup. Should be we be worried that Austin Eckler did not get a single target this week. Last week, excuse me.
1: No, I think I think that was a uh... I think they they knew they were going to run r- rush the hell out of the ball. And I think they wanted to, like I said, they're easing all these players back in. This is the first month, uh, first two, three weeks of the season is almost like preseason now. Yeah. And you're going to see a lot of teams not going full workload for some of their guys. And I think that's what's happening with Eckler. Eckler had a, remember, he popped up late on the injury report. And that's, never really good and he's always had issues with soft soft tissue issues and so I'm not too worried about Eckler I think that was just purely to salvage him and keep him healthy and and just get his legs under him and if they can do if they could win the game without having to give him crazy amounts of work then they they should do that
0: Yeah, absolutely. So uh, we have a couple questions coming in from the chat. Guys, we're going to answer them. I'm going to give my flex play first. So We already talked about Cole Beasley, so I'm going to cheap out and not go for Cole Beasley. Player this week that's kind of stinky. He's a little bit old, but when he's on the field, he still is kind of producing. Okay. Sammy Watkins this week. It's the Sunday night game against Kansas City. I'm I'm obviously ju- uh, stealing one of your players. Your last week he, he, le- <laughs> he led the Ravens in targets with eight targets. Absolutely, snap share. He still had four <clears throat> receptions for 96 yards. This is a player that. Yep. It doesn't look Man. good, but he gets the deep targets and look. Frankly, he's the best wide receiver on the field right now. Yep. Marquise he Brown is. is not an alpha. He is a secondary option. He's got that big playability. He was the one who scored that touchdown on that yep. insane scramble by Lamar Jackson last week. Um, I think he alluded to like three tackles yeah. uh, to go in and slide out to his right. And then pass. It, was, it was, it was beautiful. It really was fantastic. Was. And I think that's just to want attention. It's one of the reasons people get so frustrated by Lamar Jackson because he shows it and then he has yeah. this magic and then he just looks like absolute dark trap. Hey man, losing, or,
1: losing Orlando Brown to... To the Chiefs is a massive, massive loss for that line.
0: Yeah, I mean they got what they got. Well, a a first round pick out of that, I think. Yeah,
1: yeah, they did and They didn't have to pay them, and that was the biggest thing. They that was the reason why I they couldn't afford. Just it's tough. It's frustrating. It's I don't know. So
0: Sam Watkins, I I like. We got a little bit of consensus there. The best part about I love the Sunday night games and the Monday night games. We always talk about the Monday night hammer. I love being able to have some exposure to that. Uh, But if you can't get the Monday nighter, Sunday night's pretty good too. Yep. that that's going to be a fantastic game. Are you ready for some really tough starts to questions here, Brandon? Sure. Go for it. Let's go. All right. So we're talking with Brad. First one here. Oh man, this is tough. Are you playing Kareem hunt or Elijah Mitchell this week? I'm playing Hunt. You're playing Hunt. Yeah. Cleveland yeah. is going up against uh, the Houston Texans. They are.
1: <laughs> they're a 13 point favorite, man. That is insane. Mm-hmm.
0: So yep. I think Kareem that, hunt
1: that. And that's why. Yeah everybody is gonna eat in this game for the Browns and I think I think they're gonna want to kind of escape and keep Chubb they don't need they aren't they don't need to run Chubb for 250 yards this week he could do it like Chubb could literally do that but I think they're gonna go we're way ahead in the third quarter let's just keep rolling Hunt out there and yeah. milk this clock out and Elijah Mitchell's going against the Eagles. And the Eagles are a tough run D. And uh I just I I I I would I feel more comfortable with Hunt. He has more uh he has more touchdown equity to me than Mitchell does right now. So and I have a feeling Trace Sermon is gonna ruin his life. Yeah.
0: So so I wasn't gonna talk about it because I'm not allowed to bring him up anymore on the show. Jalen <laughs> is it jalen's <laughs> season yet bro? yes yeah,
1: sir it's got to be Jalen season i, I love I was so happy for you i was literally watching that game i'm just like jalen looks like russell wilson bro i was like that dude looks so good and i knew i was thinking of you i was like shane is probably just feel filled with such happiness because jalen hurts joy. joy just joy how about that call for Devontae Smith, though, last week, huh?
0: Oh, Ooh. boy. You look, Devontae Smith looked good, man. Here, here's the thing. Okay. Uh, so, first of all, I love the fact that their their coach was wearing the Jalen Hurts, like, you know, fancy sunglasses uh, shirt yeah. in the press conference this week. It's just validation, baby. J- Jalen, that's man. all it is. How, and look. Dude. He's, he's got a tough type. To, I, I, think, I think the Niners are going to come in this week, and they are going to come in with business in mind. Yeah. So it's going to be a tougher matchup this week. And um, look, yeah. I get that uh, a lot of his uh, passing yards came after the catch. That's what they got. They have explosive wide receivers. Uh, Dallas Goddard, I think, looked good. But Jalen Rager, you know, he's explosive after the
1: catch. Um, this is going to be a Goddard week, guys. Ertz is hurt. Start Ertz Goddard. Is hurt. And he's enjoy. going to play. The expectation is hurt. He's yeah, gonna play. Yeah, that's fine. Yeah. He can play all he wants, but he the dude is nicked up. I guarantee you money. This is gonna be a Goddard feed weekend, and look what Hawkinson did to the Niners. Mm. Oh, Hawkinson, man,
0: that was a juice. How about juicy that?
1: Play. All right, we got it. We got
0: a few more questions. Let's go here. Okay. Go
1: ahead.
0: We got a long one from Jessica. Corey Davis or James White on one point per reception. Crowder back in tough matchup for Davis, but projected more than White. Heard white might get more targets and rushes after fumble from Harris. All right. Okay. So we got a a few things to unpack here. Can I talk a little bit about the Patriots situation listen, Harris is their best running back on the team. He looked at last week and yeah, look, Mm -hmm. that was a costly, costly fumble. Uh, For those who didn't see it, it was, they were driving. They would have been a touchdown to keep, to essentially solidify their lead. Uh, They fumbled it on like the third or fourth uh, yard line. And then obviously Miami came back and they won that game. So that was tough, but I think Bill's going to go back to the well. Harris didn't really play after that. And look, James White is going to get touches, but I, I still love Corey Davis. Jamison Crowder. Yeah, absolutely. He's back. He's going to be the slot target. But Corey Davis last week, man, he showed what we saw in the offseason. Yeah, man.
1: He's all right. He's better than I thought he was going to be. Yeah.
0: Look, he's a a great flex play. I'm still playing Corey Davis just because of the usage. James White. All day. One week, he's going to be fantastic. The next week, he's going to troll a little bit. Um, This week, obviously, the Patriots are playing up against the Jets, which is kind of putrid, right? It's a 43-point game total. So that's going to be a low-scoring game. I'm still going Corey Davis over James White. It's close.
1: Volume over everything else. Volume is king. Opportunity. This is football. Touchdowns, you can't predict them. You just, you know, volume is the greatest indicator of that, is to be able to have as many chances in the red zone as possible, and Corey Davis is going to give you that. All right, Ned.
0: Ned Gabe. Pick three. Full PPR. I'm assuming this is Debo Samuel. Yeah. Cooks. I'm assuming that's Amari Cooper. Okay. Amari Cooper a lock and loaded. You're going to Amari Cooper. Honestly, this one's pretty Go. easy for me, right? Go. So we're going Cooper. Uh, Deontay Johnson is still Ben Roethlisberger's favorite target. He got, had that insane touchdown reception last week. So to me, it's, it's Cooper Godwin and Deontay Johnson. Uh, what do you think? I mean, I love, I love Samuel, but I'm convinced Brandon Oaks is going to be back this week. So I uh, look, that could be uh, Debo's best game of the, of the, the year of the year. Um, of yeah. the year brandon cooks he's obviously the number one pass target in that offense but ugh, no, you just have better options here that, that's a pretty sick uh starting lineup though ned um f- so for me it's it's cooper
1: it's godwin it's deontay johnson i'm 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 right there with you that no reason to mess with that go for it i get i get the right. debo the candy is there for debo i get it and and yeah i i just i go i when it comes to that when you got I want to see that reconfirmed with Debo and that and that volume he, he yeah. got that week, yeah. that last week. I, that that need and the Niners is a team that likes to rotate. You know who, who has who has the big game, and Kyle Shanahan likes to show how smart he is, and he just likes to he he really likes to keep everybody off balance. And so go Deontay Johnson, and, or, uh, and you'll be up. Uh, Yeah, the same. All three. Absolutely love it, Ned. Thanks for listening. Thanks for watching. All right, we have
0: have a few more. Shall we go through a few more?
1: Go for uh, yeah. Why not?
0: Your boy last week. Fantastic call last week. Jarvis Landry, or are you playing Cortland Sutton this week? I'm going. to just talked with the Browns. Yeah, I mean, look, he's he's going to be the number one target for Teddy Bridgewater. Yep. I kind of like that matchup against Jacksonville this week, man.
1: Yep. I, I, I he think act- it's be good. I, 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 let's just lead that into my, flex, uh, one of my flex plays was Cortland sure. Sutton. Um, yep. and that is the main reason why Judy is down and Fant, you know, he was nicked up last week as well. And, uh, it, it's obvious that Teddy B can run the offense, man. I think if, yeah. if you did you, did you see what, uh, that video that, uh, Von Miller, of Von Miller talking to Teddy B after the game. And he was telling, he went, he walked up to Teddy B and he just looked at uh, Teddy and told him, he's like, we haven't had that kind of leadership in this town since number Mm. 18 was here. And so that tells me this whole team has bought into Teddy B and Sutton is the alpha. And I think he's going to be used as one. The only thing that, you know, Tim Patrick could, because he is that salty veteran that, and he's fully healthy and Sutton's, you know, I could totally see maybe, maybe we, he gets a sneaky touchdown in there, but follow the volume, go Sutton, um, Landry, but land, you can't go wrong out of the way. Landry with Odell out already. That is a big deal. And with Anthony Schwartz, um, he got nicked up in this game. He had the, he, he had the most air yards of all wide receivers for the Browns. And he, Yep. That would if if Schwartz plays, that's a that's a DFS play that I'm going to be using in a couple of lineups because I think I know Schwartz we're not talking had, about dynasty here.
0: Go ahead. Yeah, we're not talking about dynasty here. But if you guys were, were listening to us uh throughout the offseason, you would okay. have a ton of Schwartz in the fifth round of your dynasty leagues because yep. he was a guy we were getting everywhere. Jessica. Yep. We love you. Thank you. Honestly, we really appreciate it. Thank you for subscribing, and thank you for listening and, and engaging with the show. It's it's a lot of fun. This is why we're here. Just a couple of guys talking about football, and we love your starts. this. So bring them every week. Yeah. We will be here. Yeah. All right. So Cortland Sutton was your next play. I love that play. I mean, let's call it yep. what it is. I'm a Cortland it was. Sutton truther. Yep. It's, it's fantastic. So – um, a player that – it was kind of a muddied uh, situation in general. Uh, I, I wouldn't say I love the Jacksonville Jaguars this year, but DJ Chark got 12 targets last week. I know. He's probably a came, fringe-type yeah. player. Yeah, uh, He only got he only had three receptions, but he had 86 yards and a touchdown, 84% snap share. Only got, uh, like, uh, LaVisca had 70%. Marvin Jones had 90 – 91, excuse me. I'm locking in DJ Chark this week. I think he's going to continue to get the volume, and as much as I hate that Jacksonville offense – as yep. a whole uh they're just they're gonna be shootout
1: they're gonna be they're gonna be yeah, behind every future. week every
0: Absolutely. week they're gonna so be throwing G. the Charke. football like
1: crazy yeah
0: yeah so dj chark is my second flex play of the week nope. um uh, honestly like if you if you've got lavisca or marvin jones i'm okay probably starting any one of those players i mean they still yeah, have all of them are uh, playable. targets each yeah and um look i'm uh, uh trevor lawrence like he had over 300 pass yards in his rookie debut like you can't blame him for just horrible coaching in general. And I, horrible okay, usage.
1: Can I rage about Urban Meyer for five seconds? This oh, you, can, you man, have a full minute, brother. This man decided to not use one of the best young running backs of last year that we've seen come out of nowhere for no for no reason. He decides I'm just not going to lean on. I'm just going to make my rookie quarterback throw fifty passes. Instead of giving the man that James Robinson – James Robinson could put that whole team on his (laughs) back and carry him into the end zone if you just give him the rock. Like I don't understand why that – especially when you're going against the Houston Texans that you should be able to be in a decent game script with if you started with James Robinson from the beginning and lean into him. I don't understand it. Like Urban Urban Meyer is one of the worst coaches – I've already seen mm-hmm. this year and it's only been one week and ju- I, Trevor Lawrence might not make it out of the season. If they don't do, if they don't fix that, like Trevor Lawrence might go with Joe
0: Burrow beat. last week,
1: dude, Trevor Lawrence year, might me. get destroyed by this man. If they do not hand the ball off a little bit and give James Robinson his workload, just give him his normal workload. and, he will do work for you. I just can't believe that Urban Meyer decided. I, uh, I, I, I'm just gonna just throw it 40 plus well, look, times. Look, look, it's call what it is.
0: It's okay. So a few things to that, right? That. Obviously, yeah. I mean, when you're getting your ass beat by the Houston Texans, oh, which is what like a glorified college forward. team in terms of like the, the level of talent on that team. Yeah, there's definitely a problem. Um, so you're saying that eight touches isn't enough to validate James Robinson. He still had six targets, but he only had a total of 54 yards. No, it, was, he, it was not you, good. That,
1: if you want to win that game as a Jaguar against the Texans, James Robinson had to have 25 touches overall. Had to. All right, And that was Brad, the only way you are going to control that game. Only way.
0: So, so Brad – before I before I bring this question up, I'm just asking you, what are you doing to yourself? What are you doing into your life to have two Jacksonville Jaguars on your team? Oh no. Who are you starting this week? Chark or James Robinson in your flex? I'm I I'm just answered Chark. you. Chark. Oh,
1: yeah. Yeah. I, I just going with yeah. Chark. until he proves it with James Robinson that the man is gonna give him the the football, they're gonna be in negative game scripts and catching up the whole yeah. year. So Chark Carlos- is the guy. Carlos Hyde had 11
0: touches last week. Like, I that's cannot just, believe. that's every bit of wrong. It's just, it's just absolutely I, trashy. I,
1: I wanted to Let throw in. eggs at my TV. I could not believe that James Robinson did not get 120 and a touchdown last week in that matchup. Yeah. It, it, it just made zero sense. It was like, it was eh, I got, I don't, I don't, I don't get it. All right, was, give me, a,
0: give me, was, a, give me your last flex play. I'll give you one more. <laughs> get the hell out of here.
1: My last flex play, yeah, is my one of my favorite rookies of last, of this class, and that Ooh. is Javante Williams. Javante Williams like that. is going to hammer down on those Jags, yes. and I think he's going to have this. Going to be a complete positive game script for the Broncos. I think they are going to let the rookie eat a little bit. The, the kid had the the rookie had 14 carries last week and one and also one catch but I think they're just easing him in but for the first week that's not that's not a bad workload for a rookie running back and I think in this in this game script Javante is going to have a lot of the work in the fourth quarter and I think he's going to score in the fourth quarter. Brad, you had a lot of players we're talking about this week.
0: Uh, are you playing Javante over Chark? I'm not. I'm still playing Chark. It's close, though, right? It's it's close. I am. It's worth considering. You you're gonna I play am. him?
1: Yeah, I I actually I have a lot of faith in Javante this week. I think Javante is going to be a stud this week. This is his coming out party.
0: Yeah, I mean they had pretty much identical uses last week that the yep. major difference was Melvin Gordon had that huge run. That, and it. that was it. Out of it. That was it. That's it. It was 50, yep. 50. Um, and Javante I actually could do I had that.
1: just as easy. Yeah.
0: yeah. I, I had uh, as one of my flex plays um, either, or Melvin Gordon or Javante. If you have either one of those players, yep. play a running uh, back against at. Jags. Yeah. When no, you, when you literally let
1: David Johnson, Philip Lindsay and Mark Ingram score on you, your defense is putrid. Like, and you're talking about yeah. Javante Williams, one of the, this kid, his comp coming out of college was Nick Chubb. I mean, like this is, this is going to be a good week for Javante. I'm excited about him. Everybody was very upset about his first week. And, you know, I, I actually thought the front seven of the Giants wasn't too bad. So I thought it would be a tougher rush defense to start your rookie career out on, but against the Jags, Mm-mm. Nick Nick Gio, I think Gio's going to just let him eat, let him go and get that experience. Yep. Yeah, here's the one thing that worries me a little bit. Like I was
0: it, it, before we, like the week games last week, I would have been 100% on board. Um we were telling our our listeners and, subs, and subscribers to draft Giante whenever they could at value in in mm-hmm. drafts this year, but he wasn't somebody that we were saying you have to play last week. Um go trade I'm for not him. as confident. Yeah, no, he's a guy you want to trade for and he's a guy that I'm if he's on your bench and you need to start him this week, I think he's a perfectly viable pl- player to yep. start for the reasons you outlined. Here's the thing. I'm not entirely confident that they're just going to be this powerhouse touchdown scoring behemoth, even when we're playing the Jags and Noah Fant led the team with targets Boy. with eight last week. Um, we talked about Cortland Sutton. He's, you know, another week healthier and um, Melvin Gordon is still there. So I just worry that, Unless he gets the touchdown, he's not going to pay off in your flex. Whereas I'm more confident in DJ Chark this week just based on the fact that he's going to get the volume. It's close. It's really close. But, hey, listen, I had both Melvin Gordon and Javante as potential flex options this week. And, Brad, we appreciate you coming again this week, brother. We're going to help you out every single week. Um, I have one last play, and uh, it's kind of nasty. It's kind of stinky. He – for those of you who are on social media – I'm sure you saw that he led the league last week in total yards with 142. He's technically the number two wide receiver option for a guy who we think is going to be angry again this week. He's just an angry man in general. Aaron Rodgers, are you on board with the stinky cheese that is Marquez Valdez Scantling this week? Ugh. Ugh. What do you think? No. I, I, he's stinky cheese. He's got that big play upside. They're playing Monday Nighter. He's the hammer. They're going against Detroit, the team that we just talked about. I, ew, it's nasty, but I like it. What do you think? Ah!
1: I'm not a fan. Ah! I, I, I actually, I, I, I'm, yeah, I don't know. I, I think that's gonna, I think it's gonna be like Devontae with two right. touchdowns, Aaron Jones with a touchdown, and can, Robert Tunney has a touchdown. Adams could... Like,
0: can Devonte Adams get like pull like a 19? uh targets like yeah. aaron Waller last week yeah legitimate
1: like he's he could legitimately do that i think aaron Rodgers is pissed off right now and yeah. yeah i could totally see that happening and yeah i i don't know marquez i've never been able to time that guy so he's tough it's me. tough
0: listen if it's it's a it's a hope and a prayer right i mean this is the guy you're getting at like the end of your drafts um he's somebody that hopefully you hung up you, you at least like hung on to because as we start to enter bye weeks, he's a player that is going to be in flex consideration every single week, simply because he's Aaron Rodgers' second wide receiver, but it's, it's a risky ask. I had Cole Beasley above it. I also had Javante and Melvin Gordon above him, but you have to kind of get nasty. So we're going to end there there with the flex players, but Brandon, I just want one like last little, like let's call it the bonus question for subscribers this week. Week one is always the most ferocious waiver wire week of the season. I would say. I mean, every week, as long as you're like legitimately engaged, should be ferocious. But we know that week one's probably the biggest because we're finally validated based on storylines, usages. Um, Sometimes we don't always get to results every week, but there's, you know, we have an idea of where teams are are pointing. Mm -hmm. Do you have a few players that you drafted at the end of your draft that did not perform? So maybe it's a rookie, maybe it's a sophomore didn't perform last week, that you're comfortable, you didn't want to cut them this week even though there was a juicy Eli Mitchell or similar type players this week. Who's the guy that you kept on your bench despite the fact you, you you didn't want to cut them? I'll tell you a guy who I did cut and I'll tell you a guy that I didn't cut if you want me to get started. Go ahead. Okay. So a guy that I did cut simply because sometimes you just have to make those decisions. Uh, Elijah Moore, man. I just couldn't keep him on my bench. Oh. Yeah, I had to cut him. Look, in one of my leagues, I only had five bench spots, and you have to make these tough decisions every single week. And Elijah Moore didn't get to use his Jamison Crowder's back this week. Corey Davis is a clear number one option in that offense. And it's just he's going to be too boom or bust. Um, So that's a player that I cut this week. A player that I didn't cut, despite that it was – fact, it was very challenging, was I kept Brian Edwards on my bench because he did just enough last week, especially based on the fact that Derek Carr went to him to get that almost game-winning touchdown at the end in overtime, yeah, and he got to me overtime.
1: Man.
0: Yeah. So Brian Edwards was a guy I kept on my bench. Um, is there any guys that kind of jumped out at you that you were really reluctant to cut, or maybe you just had to, or a player you said, uh, "I want a little bit more time with this guy." Give me one. Give me one or two.
1: I got so I of course I kept my guy Rondell Rondell uh, of course. Rondell he Moore. He's yeah. my he he was on, he was on the bubble with a few of my teams as well. But I picked up – so off the waiver wire, I did exactly what you talked about with Sammy Watkins. So Mm. I picked up Sammy Watkins, and I ended up dropping my handcuff that you predicted (laughs) that I was going to do my first week, and I did. And you're right. So I I ended up going and going get myself some uh, Sammy Watkins action. I also kept um, Terrace Marshall in other spots as well. Mm -hmm. I I liked what I saw out of him, and I do see that offense – Start. I think that offense is going to start picking up steam as this year goes on, and I think Harris is going to be one one of those guys that's a rookie that you can – he did just enough to me where he was running, running routes where he looked like he belonged, and I can totally see his role developing. And, uh, yeah, and, and then, of course, Jamal Williams is a guy that I had on my bench, and I am so – I'm gonna keep them. It's tough. Um, yeah, it's tough. I'm gonna to keep them um, because if to, if if Swift somehow gets nicked up, misses a few games, that guy is yeah. gonna have so much value. It's gonna be crazy.
0: Last week is so tough to gauge because it yeah. because of just the game script. The fact that they were behind the entire time, but Jamal Williams yeah. still had nine targets. Janderson's yeah. had eleven. Hijauxson had ten.
1: Yeah,
0: it's just it, We were wondering was there gonna be a, a wide wild, wild that's offense? Going to produce? Yeah, it's it's going to be interesting, man. It's going to be the, the tight end. It's going to be Hawk. It's going to be Swift. It's going to be Williams. And it's going to be, that's pretty much it. Quintessie has got the touchdown. But can we talk about this Carolina game? I, I know we were going to end it five minutes ago, but I just, let me, I, Christian McCaffrey. Okay. Had 187 total scrimmage yards last week and he didn't score a touchdown. He still balled the hell out. You're obviously turning Christian McCaffrey every single week, but just he is the one-on-one. Don't overthink it. Flex Matt. I'm putting you on blast for picking Alvin Kamara over Christian McCaffrey in one of your drafts. It's just, it's, it's, it's to me, it's, it's a sin. It's a sin. So that's it, brother. It's going to be a hell of a week. How do the good people find you? How do they engage with you, Brandon? How do they,
1: where do they go to put you on tilt? Oh man. Come to me on Twitter With all your AG hate, I do not care. I will take you all on and fuels you. I'm gonna win in the end, and I I don't really give two shits what's going on in the first two weeks, two first three weeks of the season. Let me let's see what happens by week twelve and week ten. That's the meat of the season, and I I think all the all the cream will rise to the top. All those gadget players will get all their BS vulture stuff done early and let the big dogs eat later in the season. Find me on Twitter at Brandon D Adam 19. And you can tell me why I'm wrong. Uh, and Look, it's just, like I said, if you
0: just enjoy putting people on tilt, just follow oh, Brandon. Man. He's so, I'm he's so guys. easy to put on tilt. You just talk shit about Rondell Moore or you talk shit about, did you, uh, did, oh, AG. Hey, hey, hey.
1: if on all, the routes Rondell ran, he was targeted for. He was one of the highest targeted rookies for per snap per route ran last week. And the minute his snap yeah. share goes up, just wait, just wait. Keep them, hold them, enjoy them. I actually love them this week against Minnesota and that and that terrible, terrible defense that they got going on over there. Look what Jamar Chase and look what T Higgins did, and they can't even run a four three watch there you go all right jennifer
0: because we love you and because you're the
1: most loyal listener that we have
0: we have to answer her last question so this is one of the teams that i helped jennifer draft and we faded the f out of quarterback and she was starting ben roethlisberger last week so this week this is basically going to be until trey lance starts which it could be a couple of weeks because um jimmy g was you know he was he was competent last week you're gonna probably be streaming quarterbacks. So Ben Roethlisberger this week plays up against the Las Vegas Raider or yeah Las Vegas Raiders who we we oh. do we don't mind that matchup. But would you drop him or potentially stash for Tua? No. Sam Darnold? Eh. No. Andy Dalton? Definitely not. Jimmy G? Probably not. Mac Jones? No. Wentz maybe. Wentz is in consideration. Who, do who doesn't play this week? Any plays Rams? Eh, no, I would I would no. say Wentz.
1: No, Zach Wilson. Just, just ride off. Big Ben.
0: Just yeah, ride Big ride
1: Ben. He, 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 he doesn't look washed or anything. That was just one of those good old slug it out it old was, school yeah. grinder games. And yeah. I was very up. Uh, I, I was very surprised by that because I thought we would see more fireworks. But hey man, early in the season, like I said, without preseason, you're gonna see. Some weird games early in the season, but the Steelers will get their rhythm. And I think uh, Deontay and Chase Claypool are going to go berserk this week. And Najee Harris is going to. Najee, nobody should be upset about Najee yet because Najee has an elite workload. So he's going to be great. Uh,
0: Literally 100% workload with maljay harris this week all right jennifer thank you you're the best we appreciate Appreciate your your loyal support for those of you who listen who are still on thank you so much for listening thank you for asking your questions and engaging with the show please like subscribe comment all that fun stuff we love to engage with our listeners we're here to help you flex on your leagues this week and for this season so of course at brandon Adam 19 on twitter at the flex network one on twitter for brandon Four season long says, so For Flex Matt, I am Flex Shane, and we are the Flex Network. This is the Flex Network.
1: This is the Flex Network. Flex on them, flex on everybody.
0: This right here. It's the Flex Network.
1: Yeah. Flex on the G.